0: Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I am so excited that you have decided to listen to this episode today. It's going to be a good one. We are covering how to make the most out of a freelance community. So this could be a free community that you find on Facebook, or it could be a paid group that you have anywhere but Probably Facebook. So we're going to be talking about how to make the most out of these networking groups and what your goal could be for getting the most out of these groups. So let's get to it. So I think we should start off with why we should be in community with others as we grow our businesses. And it might be kind of a no-brainer to you, but maybe it's not. Maybe you are used to working on your own and you actually do better when you work by yourself. And yes, we've all been in a group project situation where we had to lead the way because everybody else in our group pulled us down. But even if you work really well on your own, number one, you're probably thriving as a freelancer because a lot of what we do is on our own, but that doesn't mean that you don't need a freelance community. And in fact, the support, like the peer one-on-one support that you get from a community, I would argue is essential for longevity, So yes, you can totally find success. You can totally build a business without having quote unquote biz friends. But it is harder to get through some of those mindset blocks or real life practical issues that you might face without people in your circle that are doing something similar to what you're doing. And a lot of us don't have that type of support in our real lives because we don't have maybe friends or relatives or whatnot that are also freelancers, right? I mean, we could have support from our friends and family just for what we're doing, but they might not actually really get it, right? I mean, I talk to people all the time about this, like how our friends and families, they don't really get it. and that's okay. They don't need to get it. But because of that, I think that this, you know having a community is even more important because we don't have it in our in our real life. And then on the other hand, is the networking piece of it and the fact that when we're in community with other people and we start to get to know other people and people get to know us, we land jobs, right? We get referred. And that type of peer referral can 100% make or break your business. And so if you're questioning on the importance of a freelance community, think about those two pieces of it. And I would say go all in on some sort of community so you can have the support and also the potential job leads that you get from a community. So let's talk about how you can make the most out of a freelance community. And when I'm thinking of these, I'm really thinking of Facebook because that's where a lot of these communities live. But it could be a private Slack channel that you've bought into, or it could be something else like that, right? Like these communities can be in lots of different places. But for the most part, I'm considering or I'm thinking about Facebook. So with the goal in mind to get support, but also to present yourself as a professional to land jobs, these are the things that I want you to do and think about to get the most out of these. So number one is be helpful. Be helpful to others. So don't go into a free or paid community with just yourself in mind. Be helpful to others, even when you're new. Like, I love seeing posts that are like, hey, I just, I'm new here, but maybe you could try X, Y, and Z, right? Like, you're already willing to be helpful, even if you don't know everything yet, because sometimes like an outside perspective is really helpful, and sometimes having someone know the inner workings of an industry or whatnot is really helpful. So being helpful to the people around you, that's how you start to build those relationships, and In a lot of Facebook communities, it's not just about whatever topic is at hand, right? Like for us, it would be talking about podcast management, but it's also personal stuff. Like maybe you see a post that says, hey, I'm having a really hard week. I just cannot seem to get focused. What do you guys do to get focused? Okay, well, then you can be helpful, right? Like you can give a tip on how to to stay focused and we're going to get into other things that you can also do in a post like that. But number one is be helpful number two is be solution oriented. So the dynamic of a group, in my opinion, really lies in if the people are solution oriented, because there's a lot of problems that arise when you build your business, right? And there's practical problems, there's mindset problems, there's lots of things that will pop up. And if we are kind of like, woo is me, and oh my gosh, this keeps happening and this and we're so negative, it's so hard to grow from there, you know, and I'm not saying that you can't have bad days. I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel your feelings. Yes, feel those feelings. Allow yourself to go through that whole experience. But I want you to stay solution-oriented. And I think that's how you can get the most out of a community. Because if you are the person that's always dragging people down, it's hard to make friends that way. It's hard to network that way. And it's hard for people to see you as a professional if you're the opposite of solution-oriented. So You know, when you're posting in a freelance community, you could say, hey, I have not been able to land a client yet. And these are the things that I've tried. And these are the issues I think I'm having. Uh, I think I might try this next. What would you do? Like that framing your problem in a form that was like, hey, this is how I really feel. Because you want to be honest, right? We want to be vulnerable with one another if we're really going to be there to support each other. You want to be vulnerable. So be vulnerable. But then say, these are the things that I've actually tried. So you're not saying like, I've tried everything. (laughs) You know, when I see that, I've tried everything. It's like, but I don't know what that means. You know, like, I don't know how much you know. I don't know what you've tried. So tell me, what have you tried? And then tell me what you think maybe is going wrong and what you think you could try next. Because then other people can help you more. They can say, you know what? Maybe you should try this. Or yeah, try that next and let us know how it goes or try that with this, right? Like if you're just in a group to complain, then it's really hard for people to be helpful and then you don't get help, right? So when you're having a problem or when you have something good that's going on, always try to word those questions in a kind of a solution-oriented way. The third one that I wanted to cover was to be compassionate. Be compassionate to yourself and be compassionate to other people like i said in order for us to really genuinely support one another we have to be vulnerable and we have to be compassionate we have to care about each other you know like you don't need to be besties with everyone in a in a 2000 person group but show that you care because that's when people will actually bond with you and you will get that type of support back when you show that type of compassion right like sometimes i see people say like you know my like something unfortunate happened in their real life. And people don't really acknowledge it. They just like will say something else or say, you know what I mean? Like they don't really acknowledge it. And I'm like, I think if we start with compassion and then we move on to maybe more practical solution oriented advice, like I said earlier, then those two together is a really great way to support each other. So don't forget that each person in a group is a real human facing real human issues. Some that are not as bad as the issues you face and some that are worse. So everyone, like they say, is carrying their own burden every single day. And so being compassionate and showing that you know, hey, this is a real person goes a long way when you're looking for peer support and networking peers. The fourth one that I want you to consider when you're engaging in these freelance groups is being intentional with your time. You know, it's it's so easy to maybe get lost in these groups, which can be good with relationship building. But you want to be intentional that you're spending your time in that group wisely and you're really building those relationships instead of just like reading everything and then moving on. If you just read everything, then no one really gets to know you. Even though you feel like you're part of the group probably, no one really knows your name, you know? So you have to, even if it's tough for you, even if this type of social relationship is kind of tough for you, stretch yourself to be intentional and to put your name out there and say, oh, I'm so glad this happened or I'm sorry to hear this, maybe try this or put yourself out there. Because like I said, if you're just spending all your time reading, then you're not really building those relationships. You know, no one is getting to know you and it's important for people to get to know you, for you to be able to get the support and to potentially land jobs from those relationships. And there's other ways that you need to be intentional with your time, right? Sometimes we can get lost in Facebook groups and spend so much time in there. So make sure, you know, that you're also not getting lost and not doing, you know, some money generating activities for your business, but you're balancing this relationship building type stuff with the client work and working on your business and all of that good stuff. The fifth one that I wanted to talk about was being considerate and professional. I put these two together, being considerate and being professional, because I think they, they really go hand in hand in this type of environment. So be considerate of others and their time. You know, I love when people are so freaking considerate of your time in a Facebook group. Like maybe they ask, hey, does anyone know how to edit this way in Audacity? And that someone says, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. And they say, oh, do you mind showing me how? It's like, well, what do you mean? Like jump on a 30 minute call with you and show you how I do this. Like be considerate and know that we're all busy and say, you know, ask one simple question that they can answer. And then they can say, oh, I can create a loom for you or whatever, they can come back with it. But be super considerate of someone else's time and willingness to share their information. And they will also be really considerate with you. And on that same note, don't DM people without asking. This in some communities is like a big, 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 big no-no. Some other communities are more okay with it, but that is not considered to be considerate is to just DM people like, hey, we're in the same group and like hit them up. Instead, ask them on a thread, hey, do you mind if I DM you? Or what I find myself doing is I like will look them up on Facebook and then I'll go over to Instagram and I'll start following them. And if I have like a professional question to ask them, you know, like I'm, I want to pitch them for my podcast or I want to hire them in some way, I'll go through their website or I'll go through something on Instagram. I don't just DM them from a Facebook group. Do you know what I mean? So always ask people before you DM them. And some people won't mind at all if you DM them without asking, but some people will. And so just play it safe, be considerate, ask them if it's okay if you can DM them. And if you don't really want to go that route, then like I said, contact them in another way outside of just saying, just cold DMing them from a Facebook group. Okay, here is my last and final tip for you on getting the most out of freelance groups. This one is coming straight from my failures and successes. And that is to be humble and allow yourself to grow. So if you're familiar with my story, I started my first business in 2012. It was an MLM didn't loved it for a couple months and then did not love it so much for the couple of months I continued to do it. But then from there, I created a vegan cookbook, did lots of things that never got off the ground until I started as a podcast editor on Upwork. But I shortly after failed at that in my eyes, I quit. And a couple months later, I met Michaela Quinn and decided to join her program, which teaches moms how to become freelancers, in 2018. So when I was deciding on whether or not to join her program, I told myself that if I was going to do this and I was going to spend the money, I absolutely had to humble myself because I recognized that that was one thing that was really getting in my way. When I had developed my vegan cookbook, well, it was like recipes. I don't want. I shouldn't say it's a cookbook. It was like recipe videos. But when I had developed that, I didn't talk to anyone else in like the vegan space. I wasn't in like a vegan community. Granted, that was back in 2014 and like Facebook groups weren't as big. Instagram was still fresh. But like I didn't talk to the people that I thought would download this. By the way, yeah, no, it was paid. I was just about to say I think it was free, but no, it was was paid. And I knew that like my ego had gotten in the way on that, that I wasn't willing to like ask people, hey, do you want this? Do you like this? And so when I was considering becoming a freelancer, I thought I really need to acknowledge that I don't know what I'm doing and that it's just easy for me to be confident. And I knew that that would get in my way with this. And so I went into that this experience to become a freelancer very, very humble. And I was like, I'm not going to promote myself into knowing what I'm doing until I really know what I'm doing. And so it was a, it was honestly a struggle because like I said I'm just naturally confident and it really can get in my way because then I'm like I can feel comfortable but then not have the strategies to back that up. So being humble and allowing yourself to grow is really really essential for your business. And for you to connect with people, like if you're brand new and you go into a group and you're not humble and willing to learn, no one's really going to connect with you. They're going to think, oh, he or she has got all of their ducks in a row. They're great. They don't need help. They don't need me. They don't need jobs. And you're like, no, wait a second. I might talk a big game or I might look like I have my stuff together. But like, I still have struggles. I need people in my corner. I need people to refer me, right? Like we all need, that might be what you're thinking. So make sure that you're staying humble and honest about where you're at. So you can continue to grow. And people aren't just like, nope, she is set. (laughs) She is set. And then allow yourself to grow so people can see, you know, you started here. And a couple months later, oh my gosh, guys, guess what's happening X, Y, and Z is happening. I've landed clients. I'm at 3K a month, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, a couple months later, you're like, oh my gosh, you guys finally hit 5K or whatever, whatever. And, you know, I finally landed, I finally have a client that's like an ideal fit or whatever it may be. And people can see how you've grown. They can see how you've built your business and they're in it for the ride. And so you're building those relationships, but also people are like, oh, cool, you know, she must know what she's doing now, and you balance those two things of being connected with the person as a peer, but also being professional and showing how you've grown so that if they have a client that isn't a good fit for them, then they can refer you or in some other way, they can refer you for a job opportunity. I hope that these tips that I've shared today give you some things to consider when you are building relationships with your peers on. Facebook or wherever, but in freelance community. So if you're looking for a community, you can join my free Facebook community, which is the podcast manager mastermind. And we will put that link in the show notes or whatever other freelance community that you are in on Facebook. I hope that these have given you some ideas, some things that you can implement into how you're networking and how you're building relationships with others so so that you have that support to help you build your business let me know what you think about this episode. Come over, hang out with me on Instagram or in my free Facebook group. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know what you want to hear on the podcast. I would love to hear what your thoughts are for interviews that you'd like me to do, solo episodes, topics that you want me to cover. Let me know. I love hearing straight from you guys on what you want to hear, uh, what you want me to cover on the show. So Let me know on that. Let me know what you think of this episode. Thank you so much for being here today. And I will talk to you so soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the podcast manager mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. Alright, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.